Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast of YA talk across a wide range of topics. I'm Tirza Price, and today we are going to be talking about arguably one of the biggest days in the kidlit and young adult world, which is ALA Youth Media Awards Announcement Day. Um, obviously, this is coming about a week after the announcements have been made because of how our show recording schedules fell, but we cannot let this wonderful time pass without talking a little bit about the YA winners and picks and all that fun stuff. So that is what we are going to be doing today. So if you are f- not not familiar with the ALA Youth Media Awards, which is all right because not everybody is, I'll just tell you a little bit about them. So the American Library Association um, hosts the Youth Media Awards once a year. They are announced usually in like late January, early February at their um, midwinter conference, um, which has been rebranded into like library X something. I I don't know exactly um, why the rebranding, but it used to be called ALA Midwinter, but it always happens in the winter. And they announce them in person at a breakfast at this conference, um, which it means that, you know, you usually have to get up a little bit early to catch the live stream. I have never been in person, but I always watch the live stream, which is really fun. So the... There's a ton of awards. They always announce um, the Prince Award winner, which is the highest honor for a young adult. And of course, the Newberry and the Caldecott, which are the ALA's oldest and most prestigious awards. So there's also a ton of other awards that have been added throughout the years. Um, and they, you know, honor books that, you know, portray everything from disability experience to Asian heritage. There's a Latine um, Book Award. The Coretta Scott King Book Awards. There's just a ton. Um, So I'm not going to be talking about all of them because some of them are just for books for younger kids and not necessarily for young adult picks. But I'm going to try and highlight all of the YA books. There are a lot of YA books. So we're going to go through this a little bit quickly. But this is like a really great sort of, I think, quick and dirty review of everything that is YA that has been honored and or won. But before I dive in, let's hear from our first sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Taming Seven is an epic and unforgettable love story in the international best-selling and TikTok phenomenon, The Boys of Tom and series from Chloe Walsh. So Tommen's cheekiest lad, Jared Gibsey Gibson, has always been a comedian, but inside he is haunted by events of the past and he uses humor to cope, hiding his true self from the world. Then you have Claire Biggs, who is the epitome of sunshine. She's always loved Gibsy, her brother's friend and her favorite neighbor. She also has always seen a side to him that no one else seems to notice, and she becomes determined to tame her wild-at-heart childhood best friend. So The Boys of Tommen series is an internationally best-selling YA romance series that has taken TikTok by storm. It's perfect for readers looking for new adult slash crossover romance, dual point of views, friends to lovers, marathon worthy TikTok books, and angsty tear jerkers. Taming Seven is published today and it's the fifth book in the series. So make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Unchipped, the most epic dystopian science fiction adventure series that you've probably never heard of. And bonus points because it's Finnish. And when's the last time you read a Finnish dystopian science fiction novel? Right. Okay. So in this one, humanity is destroying itself as a city's burn, which sounds kind of familiar. It is the time of the great affliction. In this terrible world, a new hope arises. The happiness program, which is the creation of a Finnish pharmaceutical genius, Dr. Laura Solomon. With happiness, pills, mind mapping, and microchips, Dr. Solomon intends to build a new world for the worthy few, which sounds like a perfect plan and nothing could go wrong, right? Right. So this is a raw but fun dystopian sci-fi adventure with an unusual premise describing what happens when technology rules humanity. Either you're chipped living inside the AR society or you're left outside to barely survive. Make sure to check out Unchipped by Taya DeVere. And thanks again to Unchipped, the most epic dystopian science fiction adventure series that you probably never heard of for sponsoring this episode. All right. So we're going to start, obviously, with the big one, which is the Prince Award. The Michael L. Prince Award honors um, just like the greatest contribution of YA literature. So the winner this year was All My Rage by Sabata here, which was not really a big surprise to me. I feel like that one was kind of the clear winner for this last year. So sometimes um, it's really hard to predict which way the committees will go. But some years, there's just always like, you know, that one or one or two books that seem like they might be the obvious pick. Um, and All My Rage was also, also the National Book Award winner. So I was not at all surprised when it won the Prince Award. So that's really exciting. And then there were four honor books, um, and one I was super excited about, Scout's Honor by Lily Anderson, um, which you might remember is one of my favorite picks of last year, When the Angels Left the Old Country by Sasha Lamb, which, to be frank, I had never heard of before the announcements, and then it ended up getting a lot of shout outs, so I definitely have to pick up a copy. Queer Ducks and Other Animals, The Natural World of Animal Sexuality by Elliot Schrieffer um, is a nonfiction pick. That looks great. I still have not picked that one up. And then Icebreaker by A.L. Graziade, which looks like a fun hockey book. And I have not read that one either. But all of these Prince um, winners and honors look fantastic. And um, I imagine that you will be hearing Erica and I chat about All My Rage soon. Um, so the John Steptoe New Voice Award went to Redeserve Monuments by Jess Hammonds, which I have actually started. I picked, grabbed it from the library and I'm about 50 pages in and I'm really enjoying it. So I was really excited um, about that one. The Schneider Family Award honors books that portray the disability experience. Um, so The Words We Keep by Aaron Stewart was the winner. And then Breathing Countback from 10 by Natalia Sylvester was the honor book. And I read that one earlier last year, and it's excellent. So that was really exciting to see. The Pierre Belpre Award um, honors Latine authors and um, illustrators and experiences in that they do an honor for children's and middle grade and YA books. So for the YA, um, Burn Down, Rise Up by Vincent Tirado was the winner. And I believe that Erica talked about this book on an earlier episode of the show. 
I know that it's familiar to me, and I think that is why I remember it. So Breathe and Count Back from 10 by Natalia Sylvester was also an honor. And then My Beloved Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic School by Sonora Reyes was an honor, as well as High Spirits by Camille Gomera Tavares, which I have not read, but I have a copy of sitting on the shelf, and it looks fantastic. The Stonewall Book Awards honors um, books that portray the LGBTQ experience. And When the Angels Left the Old Country by Sasha Lamb was another there's another award that this one picked up. So definitely need to get this book. This is one of those books that ended up coming out of the award season with a ton of stickers. Um, and then there are four honors. Um, I Kiss Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. Kings of Be More by R. Eric Thomas. Man of War by Corey McCarthy and The Summer of Bitter and Sweet by Jen Ferguson. And believe it or not, I have not read any of these books, but they are definitely going to be going on my list. Um, So an interesting thing about, you know, these ALA Youth Media Awards is that um, unlike the National Book Award, all, all of the, the winners and honors are announced on the same day. So it's not like, you know, you get a, a long list and then a short list and then the winner um, drawn out over the series of a couple of months. But the exception to that is the William C. Morris Award, which is an award for debut YA books. Um, and it can be first time author writing for teens. So it's pretty, pretty narrow um, designation. And they always announce like the the short list or the honor books a couple of months before um, the actual, you know, winner. So um, that list was announced, I believe, in December. And um, The Life and Crimes of Hoodie Rosen by Isaac Bloom was the winner. But then The Summer of Bitter and Sweet, again, by Jen Ferguson. And let's see, The Lesbianos Guide to Catholic School by Sonora Reyes. Hell Followed With Us by Andrew Joseph White. Those were the honor books. So again, great list. I've only read Lesbiana's Guide, which you all know that I loved. The Yalsa Award for Excellence in Nonfiction for Young Adults went to Victory Stand, Raising My Fist for Justice by Tommy Smith and Derek Barnes. That one was also a National Book Award finalist. Um, So not super surprising to see that one there. Oh, and it was also illustrated by Dawad Anyabwile. So um, just want to make sure I shout out the illustrator. Because for some reason, the official awards announcement only listed the authors. Um, But we all know that when it comes to graphic novels, the illustrator is equally important. Um, So the other finalists for the nonfiction were Abuela Don't Forget Me by Rex Ogle, American Murderer, The Parasite That Haunted the South by Gail Jarrow, A Face for Picasso, Coming of Age with Cruzon Syndrome by Ariel Henley, and Unequal, A Story of America by Michael Eric Dyson and Mark Favreau. So I have read A Face for Picasso that is a really great memoir, and I highly recommend that one as well. And I still need to pick up Victory Stand. I have it at my library. I've had it at my library since it was a National Book Award finalist but I have yet to pick it up. So another reason to to go and grab it. So the Asian and Pacific American Award um, for Youth Literature, that award went to Himawari House by Harmony Becker. And that is a graphic novel 
Um, oh my goodness, it is such a good graphic novel. And now that I'm talking about it, I don't think I've mentioned it on the show, but I read it last year and I really enjoyed it. Um, it is the story of a group of teenagers who live at Himawari House in Tokyo, and they are all students who are not originally from Japan. So there, I believe, is a Korean student, um, an American Japanese student, and she's kind of like the protagonist. Um, the story is kind of filtered through her eyes. Um, she was born in Japan, but left for America when she was young. She's taken a gap year. And um, she comes and she lives in this house and she creates this like really lovely community of other, you know, teenagers and young adults who live there and they're studying in Japan for a year. And I think what this book does really well and really interestingly is um, just depicting like a bunch of different languages because all of the students um, are there to learn Japanese, um, but you have the book primarily in English, but then you also get um, Korean and I believe Chinese. And the way that Becker puts that on the page is really awesome. And I've never seen it done in graphic novels anywhere else. So um, I was excited to see that that was the winner. The one honor title was The Silence That Binds Us by Joanna Ho. And I have that on audio, but I have not read it yet. So that was exciting. The Sydney Taylor Award honors um, the best in Jewish fiction. And once again, When the Angels Left the Old Country took that award. But a couple of honor titles include My Fine Fellow by Jenica Cohen, um, which I have not read, but I read Jenica Cohen's first book, Dangerous Alliance, and I loved it. Um, Some Kind of Hate by Sarah Dara Littman, and then Eight Nights of Flirting by Hannah Reynolds, which I read and thought was really super cute. So there you have it. I did just kind of a quick, quick rundown of all of the YA books. I think I got them all. That won um, an award or were recognized with the Youth Media Awards. So as you can see, if you were to just read all of the YA books. That's a lot of books. A lot of really great books were honored. Obviously, there were even more great books that came out last year that weren't honored just because there are so many great books. And it's so difficult to um, just, I think, shout out every amazing, amazing book. But those are some great ones that you can kind of start with if you're not sure what to read next and you want to read something award-winning. So that, I believe, is it for me today. Mostly just an informational episode, but hopefully you um, heard something that you, you know, want to check out and you do so. Thank you to today's sponsor for making the show possible. And thank you to Jen Zink, our amazing audio editor, for making HeyYA sound great. You can always follow me on Instagram. I hang out at, at Tears of Price, and I'm always happy to hear from you. So Erica and I will be back next week um, for another long episode. And we are going to be talking about diverse romance because... It's Valentine's Day. So love it or hate it, we're going to talk about some great YA books. But until then, happy reading. Happy reading.